welcome to A Chance to Meet the Leaders on Oldham Community Radio 99.7 FM. Once again, as we approach the local council elections in Oldham, we invited the party leaders or their representatives to come into the studio and record a short statement for listener information. All parties contacted, responded and during the next 60 minutes you can hear their comments and opinions. The order of broadcast was independently randomised for fairness and balance. The following is a local election statement on behalf of the Conservative Party. I am Graham Sheldon, the leader of the Conservative Group on Oldham Council, and these are my thoughts on the up-and-coming borough elections, uh, where all 60 councillors are up for election and some uh, new candidates are coming forward who hope to be elected to the council. The work of a councillor is to work on behalf of residents to maintain and improve all aspects of the area where people live, work and spend their recreation time. I have led the Conservative group for the last two years and can say we are a strong, experienced team which cares about our own wards and the town and borough as a whole. The general feeling I am hearing on the streets is the poor state, the poor morale of the town in general and that is aimed mainly towards the work from Oldham Council. This year on May the 4th residents will have the opportunity to make their vote and make a change in the way the council is set up and run. It is the opportunity for residents to use that vote, make a a real change, and we can see a change in the way the authorities run in the future. We've been under the current leadership for 12 years, and although there's been many good intentions, many ideas, we just have not seen any improvement in the borough itself. Fellow colleagues Dave Arnott and Lewis Quigg have worked hard and have been seen doing this work in Royton North. Christine Adams is seeking re-election there as well. Beth Sharp, another one of my team, has proved to be a brilliant councillor in St James and is standing alongside her brother Jacob Sharp and Jeremy Craig Weston. In Saddleworth, which I represent, we have Pam Byrne, Max Woodvine, Luke Lancaster, Chris McManus and I, all seeking re-election, together with Stuart Pyfinch in Saddleworth North. We have a strong team working to seek election and I'm hoping to see gains in different parts of the borough. In Chatterton North, we have Mo Hamed, Carl Barnsley, Jonathan Ford. These are working really hard. They live in the area, they know the area, and they know what the people want in the area. 
In Hollingwood, we have Cameron Gafour, Mohammed Irfan, and Abdul Wahid. And these are all local people to Hollingwood and have many, many connections in that area. The confidence is now back with Rishi Sunak and Jeremy Hunt at Westminster and I am sure they will continue to put the great back in Great Britain. Here in Oldham, at a local level, we are seeking to get better control of the public money. Far too many times do we hear residents say they've wasted that money again. I mean, another mistake and another idea, like a white elephant floating through the sky. We want to make sure that we provide more green and open spaces. We have lots of surrounding countryside and some great parks within the town centre. It's the main provision from the council to make sure that everybody in the borough has some green space where they can spend time with the families or time alone just to get out in that fresh air. Any further building in the borough, we as the Conservative group believe it sh this should be on brownfield land. On a personal note, I've been pushing for a health centre in Saddleworth. Recently I had a meeting with um, members of Oldham Council and they were quite shocked when we said we needed a health centre in Saddleworth. They thought that Saddleworth had everything it needed and I said no. The rest of the borough have all got new medical centres and this is what we need in Saddleworth. Another concern is road safety, the state of the roads and to make sure the roads are safe for all our children and residents. The 20 mile an hour speed limits are many many times ignored and I have been pressing for speed cameras and I cannot understand why the council will not follow my lead when I quite simply say if people speed at great speeds they should be fined and if necessary they should be banned from driving. So it is our responsibility as a group of people representing the residents first and foremost to listen to the residents and take those concerns or ideas forward and as a group in the council chamber make sure things get done and not only maintain the great town of Oldham and Berra but to make sure we improve it at the same time. Thank you. That was a local election statement on behalf of the Conservative Party.
following is a local election statement on behalf of the Labour Party. Hello, I'm Councillor Amanda Chatterton. I'm leader of Oldham Council and leader of Oldham Labour Group. And I'm here to tell you about all the things that Oldham Labour has delivered for Oldhamers in the last 12 months since I became leader of the council. When I took over as leader of the council 12 months ago, I was really clear about what my priorities would be. The first one was about supporting our residents during the cost of living crisis. The second was about putting Oldham's children and young people at the heart of everything we do. And then lastly, it was about delivering on our hugely ambitious regeneration plans. We've invested £3 million in our We Can Help programme to support our residents during the cost of living crisis. There is nobody in Oldham that has been immune from the rising costs of energy, mortgages, food or inflation. So far, we've supported over 20,000 residents, we've put extra money back into the pockets that they spend locally and we've helped families with emergency food and energy supplies. I've also, we work with Andy Burnham at a city region level, been appointed as a city region lead for Greater Manchester on the cost of living crisis. And with Andy, we have capped the bus fares at £2 a journey and £5 per day. The Oldham Tories want to cut all of this. Secondly, it was about supporting our children and young people. It's important that we build an Oldham for our future generations. I bring up my two-year-old daughter in this town and I want to be able to build a town for her that gives her the best opportunities in life, the best education, decent public transport and decent houses. But I want that for every child in Oldham. And if something isn't good enough for my child, then it isn't good enough for any child in Oldham. Over the past 12 months, we've invested an extra £15 million in children's services to ensure we can support our most vulnerable and complex children. We've increased our social workers by 80 We've given our foster carers a 14% pay rise and we'll be building a brand new residential care home for children with complex disabilities. This is also at the top of attracting Eton, which will build one of the three new six farms across the country right here in Oldham and we're about to see the opening of the Brian Clark Academy in the centre of the town. This is just the beginning though. Children and young people will remain the golden thread that run through my leadership of the town. We are also delivering school street streams across Oldham, making it easier and safer for families to walk to and from school. And my third priority was about ensuring that I am the leader that does deliver on our hugely ambitious regeneration plans. Now, as I sit here today, regeneration work is underway across Oldham. This includes the, dem the demolition of the old TJ Hughes unit to build a brand new home for Tommyfield Market. We're converting the old Egyptian room at the old town hall complex into a modern food hall, which will open in the summer. And the first stage of works to transform the old public library into a new home for the council chamber and civic heart of the town have been completed and open again for public and community use next year. But this isn't just about Oldham Town Centre, this is also about our districts. This year, Royton Town Hall and Library is being brought back into life and we've committed £5 million to restore it back to its former glory and ensure it opens in 12 months' time as a community hub right in the centre of Oldham. We've also invested £1 million into Boundary Park and secured the future of Rugby League right in the heart of Oldham as well as opening up Boundary Park for more community use. Our local improvement fund has seen half a million pounds worth of projects approving neighbourhoods across the borough. And while at the moment so much work is going on in Oldham Town Centre, we also want to redevelop our districts. Now I've talked about Royston, but going forward over the next five years, the districts will become an absolute priority for my administration. 
But that's not all we've done this year, and that's not where our plans end. We're tackling the housing crisis by building hundreds more houses for older families and by, by doubling council tax on long-term empty homes, encouraging landlords to sell up or rent their properties to those that need them. Don't Trash Oldham is well into its second year, focusing on fly tippering and littering hotspots across the borough. In the first year, it cleaned over 3,500 streets, 662 alleyways, removed 284 tonnes of rubbish off our streets and saw Oldham recycling rate shoot up by 10%. This year, we will make pest control for all Oldhamers free. We've rolled out brand new and bigger street bins across Oldham. We've prosecuted dozens of people for fly tipping and we're currently in the process of setting up an environmental crime process to crack down on them even harder and this is because Oldham Labour now know how important clean and green streets are for our residents. We're campaigning for cheaper childcare bills for families with children and young people who are being absolutely hammered by the Tory cost of living crisis. We're campaigning for lower energy bills for Oldhamers and calling for more investment and jobs in green energy projects across Oldham. And we're campaigning against Tory permitted development rights and for planning reforms so that Oldhamers can have a real say about what their streets look like. We've delivered on the promises made last year, but we know that our hard work isn't finished yet. On May the 4th, Oldhamers will have a clear choice about what kind of town they want to live in and what kind of politician they expect from the people that they elect. There is Oldham Labour who have a clear plan and a vision for a better Oldham, or there is a coalition of Tories and independents. Everybody can see the havoc the Tories have wrecked on this country and now the independents are trying to present themselves as the more acceptable face of the Conservatives, but they are effectively one in the same. They only talk about the past, they talk down the town and they have no plan or anything positive to say about Oldham. I'm so proud to lead Oldham. I know how great it is and I absolutely love Oldham. Since the start of the year, Oldham Labour has spoken to thousands of our residents and we know that you also love Oldham. We know how resilient you are and how much potential we have as well. Oldham Labour is building a town for the future. There's no more over-promising and no more under-delivering. Twelve months ago, I asked to be judged on my priorities. I delivered those priorities. Under me, if, we, if I say we're going to do something, then we will do something and Oldhamers will see the outcome of that. This May... Vote for Labour for better housing, for more jobs, for more opportunities, for better parks and green spaces, for safer streets. Only Oldham Labour can deliver on Oldham. On the May the 4th, use all three votes for, for Labour and let's continue on this journey to build a better Oldham. That was a local election statement on behalf of the Labour Party. is a local election statement on behalf of the National Housing Party. 
Uh, thank you. Uh, my name's John Lawrence. Um, born and bred, lived, worked in Oldham all my life. I'm 55 years old. I have um, English ethnicity, and my dad was West Indian. And um, my, my dad was a great man, actually, around Oldham. But um, I got involved in local politics because I'm tired of our mainstream political parties. I'm tired of how they treat the working class people of the United Kingdom. Um, I believe we're in a corrupt war with Ukraine and our billions of our money's being sent there. This fuel crisis and stuff like that and we're, we're suffering, but we knew this was coming and nobody's done nothing. Our government don't um, approach these issues and our government are globalists and we don't want to be globalists, we want to be uh, national. So we started up the National Housing Party, a fully registered political party and on the basis of we have a housing crisis in the United Kingdom, not just in Oldham, in the United Kingdom and we have up to two million people waiting for in or in inadequate um, housing and it's just not good enough. Um, and we believe that going through local politics is a change and there has been a change in hyper-local political parties and independents in the United Kingdom and it's risen by thousands of percent and these are the people, me, independent candidates, other small independent parties that are going to change UK politics. Um, so I'm running in the Hollywood ward. This will be my third attempt in a year. I ran last May. I ran um, over the small by-election over the death of um, Gene Stretton. And um, I'm running again now. But I am going to run in local elections. We do want people to stand up in the old area and run themselves in, in whatever ward you, you live in. So you can get in contact with us. Um, our website address is nationalhousingparty.uk and we have a website there where you can join. But we want to, people to stand up in Oldham against the corrupt, um, biased, global politicians who are ruining our, ruining our country and ruining our chances of everything else. At the moment, we've got, besides the housing issue, we've got tens of thousands of illegal migrants coming to our shores with nowhere for them to go there's nowhere for british citizens to go and and, and it's wrong and we, we, we just don't want that in our country and uh, we want to start putting uk citizens first that was a local election statement on behalf of the national housing party <laughs>
following is a local election statement on behalf of the Alliance for Democracy and Freedom Party. Hello Oldham, this is an election message from the Alliance for Democracy and Freedom. Who, I hear you ask? We are a national party for the independently minded who have simply had enough of politics and politicians. We are real people with real issues, none of which are being listened to by the traditional parties, both locally and nationally. Our councillors and MPs work for you and not some party HQ somewhere down south. They are not whipped and when they vote, they vote as independents. So who am I? My name is Paul Goldring and I was born in Portsmouth, made in the army and live in Royton with my partner and co-candidate, Joan Mills, who is a business owner and employs local talent in collaboration with Oldham College's apprenticeship department. Joan and our other co-candidate, Colin Burrows, were both born and raised in Oldham and who both live in Royton, where we are all standing for election in Royton North. This year, the full council is going to the polls to have 60 councillors elected. That is three councillors in each of the 20 wards that make up Oldham Council. So this is a once in a generation opportunity to take full advantage of our electoral system and get some new blood into the council. Because let's face it, it is badly needed. Labour want you to send a message to the Tories. Why? They're not in power. They're not even in a position to heed any message because Labour hold an overall majority which gives them free reign to do what they want. And they do. Labour say they are building for the future. How long do they want? They've been in power how long? So today's present is their yesterday's future. Do you like it? So what do we three ADF candidates stand for in Oldham? No to greenfield development. Yes to brown site development. No to cosy deals. Yes to total transparency. No to ignoring the safety of our children. Yes to accountability. No to females being afraid to go out. Yes to more bobbies on the beat. No to out of control spending. Yes to reducing councillor allowances. No to vanity projects. Yes to listening to you. Did you know that before the council spends one penny of your council tax, they pay themselves some three quarters of a million pounds per year, every year. So I say yes to cutting those allowances. I'm old enough to remember when councillors did it for their community and did not get an allowance, only expenses. If we are elected, we will work tirelessly for you and not some ideology or a whip set in some London office. We will hold regular and often surgeries at times when working people can attend. We will ask for your input in all major decision-making matters. So please take this opportunity to take back control of your town and vote ADF in Royton North. Vote Royton Independence in Royton South. And everywhere else, vote Independent and give us the mandate to give Oldham back its once proud identity. You can find more about ADF by emailing contact at adfparty.uk or calling 07 486 635 021. Please use all three votes on Thursday the 4th of May and don't forget your photo ID. Thank you for listening. 
That was a local election statement on behalf of the Alliance for Democracy and Freedom Party. is a local election statement on behalf of the Failsworth Independent Party. Hello there, I'm Brian Hobin from the Failsworth Independent Party and I'd like to discuss or tell you what's coming up, maybe get you to vote for us. So we've been, uh, we've been established for four years now, since 2019 when I was voted in and I think the credits that we get for the work that we've done for Failsworth and for bringing the arguments up to the council at Oldham uh, are well placed I think we are doing a good job I think we're doing what we do for the people that we serve the people that we humbly thank for putting us in that position and we're here again now in the all-out election asking you to vote for us again so I'll go through our names it's me Brian Hobin in Felders East it's Lucia Ray in Felders East it's Neil Hindle in Felders East and Jane Cashinella Vaughan in Failsworth West. We're there for you to take on your causes, to bring them up to council and to fight for Failsworth and then across the borough to fight for good, right for everybody in the area. As I say, we've been at it four years now and we do truly feel humbled when we get your vote. But it's not just us this time. All 60 seats are up. So right across the borough, there's, really, there's many, many people who have put their head up, who are standing as independent councillors and want your vote. So apart from in Failsworth, when you're looking for the Failsworth independent candidates, right across the borough, if you have an independent candidate that is doing it for the right reasons, that their heart is in the right place, give them a cross this time. Let's see if we can get more independence across that line. Let's see if we can take more charge at council and do your work for you in bringing the council to account. That's all we ask for. Just your permission to fight for you up at council and then back in our own areas. As I say, there's plenty of very good independent candidates out there. So please look right across your borough, right across your ward, look into the people see if they're doing it right reasons see if they're the right people and if they if you think they are put your cross against them in failsworth as i've said we've got independent standing please vote for the veils of independence across the borough all the other independents i'm asking you to vote for together we can work then in council and get things done properly we can fight against any of the stupid things that come across our path 
with the administration and we can fight for a better Oldham together. So I look forward to perhaps the other side of the election and speaking to you again. But it's been a pleasure to serve on behalf of myself and the other Felser councillors and we look forward to continuing our hard work. I must so to say at this point, please remember you pick three people in each ward this time. So we need three crosses against them names that you choose, three crosses for them independent candidates that you feel will do your work for you best. In Failsworth, the Failsworth Independents, look out for them, please, and vote those back in so that we can help at council doing your work. Thank you very much. Take care. That was a local election statement on behalf of the Failsworth Independence Party. is a local election statement on behalf of the Freedom Alliance Party. Hello, my name is Alex Omolchenko. I'm standing for the Freedom Alliance Party for Royton. Um, you may know me because I used to own the company that's called Deleted End, which was based in Royton. I ran it for 18 years. Um, I had many successful, happy uh, customers. And um, the reason why I'm running is because I, I did my bit there, served the community, looked after everybody, did a good job, and now I feel that I can provide other services um, within the community that may help and highlight some problems and things that are coming to, to our area that a lot of people might not be aware of. If you look at, um, for example, some of the YouTube videos on Freedom Alliance, I won't dive into them all. Um, because you can go and research them for yourself and, and, and there's no point in me diving into them and explaining them right now but basically this is what I'm doing and w I will be um, holding meetings in the area and I will also be um, highlighting the problems that are coming from the, gl the global government down to the local areas that a lot of people may not be aware of for example 15 minute cities if you, if you know me You'll know I've researched a lot of this stuff for a long time. So, for example, the clean air zone. Uh, we can see no evidence of, of global warming that's now called climate change. They called it climate change because everybody could see there was no global warming. But there is evidence of a global mon monetary gain system that's in place. So a lot of people are profiting from this. For example, a friend of mine said to me, if all the cars going down the motorway are destroying the environment, why are there so many trees and, and grass growing at the side of the motorways? Surely they'd all be dead. You've also got the other um, issue of these so-called green cars, the electric vehicles that have got these highly toxic batteries in them. Um, firstly, they, they, they're not 
they're not as safe as you think they are because they, they can spontaneously combust. It has happened through different areas of the world where these, these cars just set on fire for no reason. The fire brigade can't put them out. There's no specific uh, way to put them out. And then also when they come to the end of their life, you can't dispose of them. They just have to be parked on a field. So, for example, a lot of the Nissans that have come to the end of their life, in England, there's nowhere to put them, there's nowhere to dispose of them. So they get shipped to France and parked on a big field. Your average car, you can melt the engine down, you can remanufacture that into something else. You can melt the wheels down, you can turn the rubber into um, like stuff they put on kids' playgrounds so the kids don't hurt themselves. Every other part of a normal car can be recycled. These batteries can't. So we're being told a lot of stuff to suit a certain agenda rather than what's real. And this is, this is what I'm going to start looking at and, and help. Obviously, I need to do stuff for the, the Royton community, which I will be doing. Um, I feel that, that because people know me so well, um, I can be approachable and I can hopefully pull some strings and, and get some stuff done that needs to be done. That was a local election statement on behalf of the Freedom Alliance Party. Following is a local election statement on behalf of the Northern Heart Party. I'd like to uh, start by thanking Oldham Community Radio for the invitation onto its annual Meet the Leader event. I appreciate that nobody likes to talk about the P word, and there must be people out there scrambling to change the channel as I speak. But there is no need for you to worry, as uh, I will not be talking about politics. I intend to talk about Oldham, the state of the place, and why we are where we are. Now I'm going to tell you things that no other leader or party ever will. But first, I better introduce myself. I'm Paul Taylor, originally from Salford, but have now lived in Oldham for over 20 years. Before I retired, I was the commander of Oldham Fire Service and spent most of my adult life looking after and protecting people right across Greater Manchester as a firefighter and eventually a senior officer until I ended up here in this great town having married a Royton lass, as you would say. If you've ever had a fire, car crash or spilt some toxic waste, got stuck in a precarious position somewhere that you shouldn't have been in Oldham Borough, then you'll have already met me. If you've ever considered joining the fire service, then I most likely interviewed you. That said, back to the point of today. Oldham is not the place that it was when I first arrived. Indeed, in many ways, it's taken a turn for the worse. So I decided to establish an alternative to the usual suspects that have let this town down for so long. As I did so, I realised we're not alone. 
in being so badly run as a council, as there are bad councils that are yellow and blue, as well as red, right across Greater Manchester <coughs> and beyond. So I registered Northern Heart in the hope of finding others just like me that were bothered enough to fight to protect those around them and their towns as well. You see, I agree with the most common reason that you all too often give me as in to why you don't vote. They are all the same. Now, I'm going to tell you things that none of those usual suspects will ever tell you and then leave it up to you to decide what you're going to do about it. So here goes. Most of you will not have had a single leaflet through your doors for many of those usual suspects for some years and there's a reason for that. You see, as a registered party, we all have access to what's known as the March Registers, which is a list of all those that take the time to go down to a polling station or post a vote. Thing is, seven out of every ten of you are not voting, and those same usual suspects keep winning and ignoring your opinions year, year in and year out. You see, they are tribal and fixated on the colour of rosette, and they take their lead from someone in London rather than locally. So any great idea wearing the wrong colour rosette is dismissed out of hand, simply because the party that is in charge didn't think of it. You see, in every council meeting, it always turns out the same, a name-calling exercise. Consequently, we get foolish decisions, vanity projects, wasted money, rising council tax, littered streets, and an off-road driving experience right outside your front door all combined with failing services and, of course, the multitude of those little pictures of the usual suspects gathered in some car park in the rain, telling you how well they were received by the community whilst out leafleting or picking up the litter. Now, you might have just done some quick arithmetic based on my earlier statement and worked out that, as a non-voter, you outnumber those that do vote by a factor of two to one if seven do not vote and three do. It follows that there are two more non-voters for every voter. But it's actually far worse than that because the three that actually do vote all vote for different usual suspects. So it works out that the non-voters outnumber the voters that decide the winner by a factor of seven to one. Seven more of you that don't vote than those that decided who you were gonna have as your council leader and your council majority. Only about 1.25 people in every 10 decide the colour of the council that you are provided with. Is it any wonder that all the people you talk to around you, like your neighbours, your friends, your relatives, all agree with you that this place is in a mess? Thing is, the vast majority agree that the town is on the slide and they would also like to see it turned around. The majority would like real consultation and real input into what their council tax is spent on. But alas, they're not using the most powerful weapon that they have, their vote. And so it goes on year after year, getting worse and worse. And those non-voters convince themselves it's all pointless, when if they just voted, they would see the biggest landslide and ousting of councillors this nation has ever seen. So why do they not leaflet, you may ask? Well, the usual suspects do not leaflet you, because they don't actually want you to start voting again. Because if you did, you most certainly would not vote for any of them. So they've left you alone behind your front doors because they are winning. And they allow you to think that you are a tiny majority, 
even though you are a seven to one huge majority. Anyone listening that does not believe me, I am more than happy to come round for a quick cup of tea and prove it to you. Yes, I can prove it, beyond all doubt. Whether you are in an area that I have candidates, those being Waterhead, Charlton Central and Alexandra or not, because we have all the ward area roles for all of Oldham. The truth is, we at Oldham Heart, Northern Heart, only deal in truth. The usual suspects really do not want you to break that habit that you've fallen into of not voting. Because if you did, they would no longer be in charge, making those foolish decisions without asking you properly. Now there's a proverb that you should hold at the front of your mind about all that I've just told you. If you're not in control of what's being done to you and your town, then you need to control how you respond. Sitting behind that front door and not voting has not worked for nigh on 20 years. You need to act differently and then vote differently because that message is the only message that the usual suspects understand and hear loud and clear. This time you have three votes. It's what they call an all-out election. Quite simply, that means that you can get rid of every one of those usual suspects on the 4th of May if you just go and vote them out. Now you'll have seen me driving round the borough playing music from the top of my wife's micro, asking you to go and vote this time. I cannot do any more than I am doing to make your lives better, protect you any more from what's being done. Nor can other local independent candidates that have also stood up to fight for you this time. This is up to you to break that habit, act differently than you normally do. This is a local election and all I've seen from the usual suspects are national issues because they have nothing else to offer Oldham. Even those national issues are regularly broken like pie crusts. My name is Paul Taylor. I care about Oldham. Enough to spend my retirement trying to save it again. Question is, do you non-voters care enough to spend five minutes going to vote for that heart logo or an independent in order to help me? Those of you that don't vote, and this is in wrapping up, are what I call the Magnificent Seven, as in the film title. If you'd just like to ride out to the polling station on May the 4th, you, the Magnificent Seven, can save Oldham. That was a local election statement on behalf of the Northern Heart Party. is a local election statement on behalf of the Liberal Democrat Party. 
Hello, everybody, uh, and thanks. And I hope you're going to listen to what I and other people have to have to say about the local elections because I think they're as important, if not more important, than any other election. And it's important people use their vote and have a say. And you've certainly got plenty of choice in Oldham. Um, I'm Howard Sykes. I'm the leader of the Liberal Democrat group on Oldham Council, uh, and I'm going to tell you a few things that uh, we are fighting for and we stand for. Uh, and hopefully you'll support us on May the 4th. Um, in terms of two, if you like, or three big issues um, that, that uh, is impacting, we are finding from people on the doorstep. The first is the cost of living crisis, and it is a crisis for some people, but it's particularly the fuel and the energy costs. And there is only one uh, reason um, for that, and that's the shoddy handling of our economy. Uh, by this Conservative government. So some people in May will be using the elections to send them a message about how they've basically trashed the economy, or the previous Prime Minister did, and why we've now got uh, massively increased energy and fuel prices. Uh, on, a, on a more local, if you like, GM level, um, the place is for everyone, which is the code for the development plan. Uh, for Oldham Borough and the other 10 authorities in Greater Manchester. It's called Places for Everyone because uh, very sensibly my colleagues in Stockport pulled out of it some time ago and we do exactly the same here in Oldham. And I'm very pleased to have read that 55 other councils around England have also revised their housing targets since the government announced there wasn't any. So consistently here in Oldham the current Labour administration has said the government makes us put these housing targets in. That's why we have to you know, build on green belt uh, and concrete over green spaces. But that's no longer true. Uh, I made that point at a council meeting recently and I think that's been vindicated by the 55 councils from around uh, the rest of England who've either reduced their housing numbers or scrapped them altogether. And then the third one, not to forget, because it's still lurking around, is the cleaner zone, or the sneaky charges, if you like. Uh, we fought and campaigned uh, against that. We're not against clean here, but it was clearly a, a big stick that wasn't required. We've still yet to find out what's going to happen, amazingly, uh, and you won't be told until after May the 4th. I couldn't think why, and that's both the government and, and Burnham. <clears throat> so those are you know, three big issues that are playing out uh, on the doorsteps and will be some of the reasons um, people decide where they're going to put their cross or crosses. The thing that's slightly different this year is of course all 60 councillors are up for election so it really is in your hands about who will be running Oldham Borough when the count finishes sometime on the 5th of May. Um, so you know people need to think about that um, and you'll all have uh, three votes uh, and I would suggest you cast them wisely, which I'm sure people will. Uh, I suppose the other thing nationally that's playing in at the moment is the health service. Um, there's not a day goes by where we aren't hearing about problems it has, whether it's cancer patients, waiting lists, children's operations cancelled. There's a whole series of things. And health services, particularly the acute services in Oldham, are not very good at all. Um, services within the Northern Care Alliance when you compare them with others they're pretty poor and we get a pretty rough deal and again I'm sure <coughs> some people will want to uh, vent their anger at 
our health service being starved of cash and resources are being run properly uh, in these elections. On, on, on more local, when it comes down to the council itself, we've consistently been very tough uh, on what we call environment crime. Consistently in our post bags, and when I speak to people, people do not like the things that blight their community. So litter, fly tipping and dog fouling. And they want a much, much firmer hand taken with people. And it is only a handful of people who spoil it for everybody else. Most people are responsible, care. Um, there's a number of voluntary groups now that pick up litter and full credit to them. Um, but they want the place to be clean and tidy and treated respectfully. So we put more resources into that. And to be honest, we punish people more if they are uh, offended. The other issue, or one of the other issues, um, roads and pavements. Um, my trip here to the studio has been eventful uh, due to roads, not pavements, I might add. Um, but our roads are not in as good a nick as they should be. And why we're trying to fix them all in what I called a month of madness in March. Um, all at the same time and that's not just the council it's the other utilities that dig up our roads we don't know um, and we would also introduce <coughs> a budget and we found this in our alternative budget we presented to the council some money to fix our footways and pavements because at the moment the council if you, you can't believe it only has it for repairs it doesn't have a refurbishment program and and the third element of that that uh, which we found is a real asset uh, during the lockdowns and Covid is our public rights of way. Um, a lot more people have found them and used them and they were a real lifeline during lockdown and we need to invest some money into those and you know that's what I call free entertainment, it's good exercise but we do need to invest some money to look after them whether it's you know styles, signposts, nothing really expensive but it'll make a real difference to people. And two other things we do um, we think most residential streets should be 20 mile an hour. That saves lives, both kids and particularly older people, uh, and should become the norm. And then finally, tackling uh, antisocial behaviour. We've spent quite a lot of the last 12 months uh, challenging the police. They've been in special measures. They're out of special measures now. But some of the basics they do they're just not doing about making people feel safe in the communities they live um, so we've challenged that on occasions we continue to challenge it and we think more needs to be done to tackle what some people would call low-level antisocial behavior but it's the thing that again that makes people feel safe in their communities and it's the thing that really impacts uh, particularly on older people and their quality of life <coughs> People also want to see some investment in our communities and in our districts. Um, I come from Sean Crompton, um, but it'd be equally sure of people from Chatterton or Failsworth or Lees that they'd like to see some money spent in their communities where we seem to be obsessed with spending money on large vanity projects in Oldham Town Centre. That's something we'd change uh, uh, overnight and it's something we're we need to invest in those districts which are as equally important and again we found out how important they were in Covid um, and we need to do something to support and prop those up. So that, that, that sort of leads nicely into our, I suppose our biggest and last theme is about the council needs to get the basics right. Time and time again people tell me, 
you know, they be active citizens, they report things, they don't get a satisfactory response or they don't get a response at all. It's about getting the basics right and being good at it. And that's what people expect for their council tax. So, it, you know, so it's not just about emptying the bins and, and cleaning up the litter. It's if people report something, dealing with it proper and getting the basics right. We seem obsessed with big grand things, yet the basics was where most people touch the council. Planning would be an example and they don't get the service they should think. So, in summary, uh, vote for us. Uh, if that's what you want to do, I'd urge you to vote whatever you do. Uh, and we give you a very different flavour of how a council is run. And we've managed to do it before. And with your help, we can do it again. That was a local election statement on behalf of the Liberal Democrat Party. You have been listening to A Chance to Meet the Political Leaders on Oldham Community Radio 99.7 FM. Contributions in order came from Graham Sheldon, Conservative, Amanda Chatterton, Labour, John Lawrence, National Housing, Paul Goldring, Alliance for Democracy and Freedom, Brian Hobin, Failsworth Independence, Alex Omolchenko, Freedom Alliance, Paul Taylor, Northern Heart, and Howard Sykes, MBE, Liberal Democrats. The programme was edited and produced by Ian Wollstonehall.